Fizz Ramon. And Sayers, Wiley Tris. Okay, kita dari lipat mana-mana uh, The podcast uh, Hello, kita semua. Hai, apa khabar semua Hello. Okay, jadi hari ni kita cerita hantu okay? mm. Cerita hantu kita hari ni panjang Kita akan bual tentang satu cerita di hari ni Because it's very long, y'all But it's very interesting So please listen Listen To the song deep in my heart The memory I start Okay <coughs> Seram tak bunyi dia, seram <laughs> Okay Pendamping Takut Takut It may sound unreal But it is and it happened to me This happened to me many years back And I could vividly remember each and every incident I'm not sure if people are familiar with this thing called pedamping But those who are Will know that once a spirit For my case, Kapun Wants to dumping with you It will never give up I used to have long hair Long painted nails And I've never prioritized praying My room, well, my room was not was definitely not clean either. It was painted in hot pink, filled with posters from the magazines and always dusty. Pemalas dia nangus bilang minzalik. Well, I was in secondary three or four at that point of time and I often came home late, be it from an outing, study groups or working part-time as a retailer. You know how when you're doing closing shift, you always reach home past 11, especially when your neighbourhood is an hour away from town? And also, aku ni kalau dah keluar, aku suka all out biar balik lambat sekali. Balik siang, jangan harap nak ajak aku keluar. Waste my time. Aku pun, mak kasih curfew balik by 12 pukul, uh, by, by 12, pukul 12 juga aku sampai rumah. Tak ada istilah nak balik siang. This is called making full use of the opportunity, ya. Panjang buat lawak. My neighborhood is located in the west and my estate is far off at the corner away from the busy street. My estate is literally two estates away from Sungai Kadut and it is pretty ulu. So you can imagine how silent or creepy it would be at night. When I got home, I also didn't have the habit of washing my legs before going into my bedroom. I would go straight into my room, drop my stuff and take my own sweet time to shower. Most of the time, I would lay in bed, use my phone and would only head to the shower after one to two hours. Aku dah cakap pemalas dia tahap nausbilah min zalik. Ni bukan pemalas ni, pengotor ni. <laughs> Slowly, night after night, odd encounter of events started happening. The sound of marbles right above my ceiling at the exact same spot where I was every time I'm about to doze off to sleep. The sound of marbles following me around the house, be it day or night. And after a while, the sound of furnitures moving, wooden chairs to be specific. Hmm. At first, I thought it was normal. You know, there is a there is shaitan everywhere, so I, I just assumed that it was just trying to take me off, so I ignored. I didn't realize that it is actually not normal. To hear the sounds every single day following you, it is not normal and mm. it, it shouldn't even be normal. Slowly, things started to get intense. I started having dreams. Dreams where there is a cockpone in each and every one of them. The dream, though, did not seem like a dream. It feels more like I'm half asleep but my eyes are wide awake. Oh no. Whenever I get these dreams, this carpon will appear at the corner of my bed near my feet, the window and sometimes near my face. And when I realized that I was dreaming, I couldn't get myself to wake up. Some would term it as kena hempap. I couldn't move a limb and I couldn't even say a prayer. I'll usually have to force myself to move my head to the opposite direction, shut my eyes tightly and open and then repeatedly and say Allahu Akbar for at least three to five times till I'm able to wake up and set myself free. And whenever I manage to say a prayer, 
I would end up shouting and the whole house would hear. One thing you have to know before I carry on with this story. Aku ni... Aku ni tidur tak suka tutup tingkap and langsir. Biasalah, bilik tak ada aircon and Singapore weather very hot lah. So usually before going to bed, only one side of my room's big ass window would be closed and curtain down while the other wide open. Rumah aku pula is at the fifth floor and my estate is the kind where all buildings are connected to a multi-story car park where there's a playground, basketball court, multi-purpose hall and a garden on top of the car park, like a sky park. My room is located near the mm. playground and the tip of the playground's roof is at the, is as the same level as my room. Easy said, whoever is on the tip of the playground roof can yes. see through the window. So back to the dreams. It started happening more and more often that I got scared of bedtime. Every time nak tidur je aku takut. Takut dengan guli lain, takut mimpi tak kak pun lain. So what I did was I make sure I tire myself out during the day. So by the time it was bedtime, I'll be so damn tired to even care about the sounds or dreams. One night, I was in a deep sleep when I suddenly felt like my right leg was being pulled. Dia bukanlah sampai tahap aku diheret out of bed, but more like a playful pull. Can you imagine the thing pulling my leg playfully and giggle? That's what I thought as I typed playful pull. Don't worry, no giggle was being heard. Aku just say that to create chills down your spine. So my right leg was being pulled and I instantly <laughs> woke up. Russell Lee, eh? So my right leg was being pulled and I instantly woke up from my deep sleep. I was in the middle of the night. It was in the middle of the night and I was so sleepy. I couldn't think clearly if it was my leg that was being pulled or if I had one of those dreams where I was jumping down a building or falling from a bicycle that my body jerked. So I got up, switched on my room light and sit up and leaned against my bed frame. At this point, it was it is crucial for you to know that my bed frame is placed near the wall and there is no space in between the wall and my bed frame. As I was sitting down trying to think if my leg had jerked on its own or if someone had pulled it, something knocked against my bed frame right into my back. Imagine the night was silent, everyone was asleep, the window was half open and suddenly you heard someone knock into your bed frame. When that happened, I immediately ran into my mom's room and lie beside her on the bed. My dad was working night shift, so it was just my mom that night. I I thought it had stopped there. The scary encounters for the night. I thought I had escaped what would be the most scariest thing has ever happened to me and I was safe since I was already with my mom. But boy, was I wrong. Just like me, my mom too had long hair. Oh my god. Her hair was all <laughs> the way to her butt and she had put on her red baju butterfly that night. She was facing the wall to my right while I was lying down beside her facing up. What I thought was my mom then turned around to face me and wrapped her arms around my waist. I took her hand and put it away as I was feeling uncomfortable. Then she wrapped her hand again for the second time and again I put her hand away. Now, during the third time she tried putting her hand around me, her face had totally changed and I instantly knew that was not my mom. The face was black and the eyes were red. The thing said angrily, Engkau aku punya in a husky rough voice. The voice was not like a nice ladylike voice but the voice of a monster. Just like those Malay movies where there are jin characters in it and the voice is super harsh and scary. Yes, just like that. MashaAllah, typing this is giving me the chills. When that happened, I couldn't move. I was scared to death and I couldn't move. I couldn't remember a single prayer. All I could do was force myself to move my head to the opposite direction and shut and open my eyes a few times until I was able to be awake and move freely. The next day, I told my mom what happened. I told her about all the dreams and scary encounters and my mom said she helped me ask my dad's friend who live in JB and Ustaz. 
After my parents consulted with the Ustas, the Ustas had told my parents that there was a kapun living in our house and wants to dumping me, and it will never stop till it get what it wants. Long story short, the Ustas then came to our house and helped to get rid of the thing. There wasn't some sort of ritual that I was aware of, but the Ustas did stay over at our place for seven days straight. By the end of the seventh day, we did a doa slamat and the Ustas had to do up some ayat for my room. I was told to get rid of all the posters on the wall, paint my room with a clear, brighter colour, cut my nails short, keep myself and my room clean and to prioritise praying. After everything was settled, my mum told me that the Ustas had informed my parents that the thing had seen me and followed me from outside. It was attracted to me because I was not clean, with the long hair, nails and never prioritising solat. It was always stalking me from the playground and have seen how I was... Remember the part where I said I didn't like to close the window? Uh, kan hantu dah perangai peeping Tom. And how thus it wanted to dumping me. Since then, I've always made sure that I wash my leg once I got home. Clean myself, keep myself clean, my room clean, close the windows and curtains before bed, and to dekatkan diri with Tuhan. Alhamdulillah, it has been 10 years and no such encounters anymore. I hope you've enjoyed my story. It may seem like I made this all up, but I wish I was creative and talented enough to be doing so. And I really wish it didn't happen, but it did, and only God knows how scary and traumatizing it was. The end. Shabbas! Shabbas! Wow! Shabbas! Um. Okay. Um. Takut ke? Tak takut lah. Uh, but like... Um, Bila Hafiz tengah baca kan, dia tengok tingkap dia je. <laughs> I have, I told you guys what, I have an irrational fear towards tingkap. Lagi-lagi sekarang tengah maghrib, woi. Kita tengah baca tengah maghrib, kau rasa? Oh, lah kau. But thank you very much. That's a good uh, story. To share. Um, I've, I personally have got no stories about pendamping. Mm. Or things wanted to dumping. Kau pernah ada ada orang dan dumping kau? Eh, sisi. Ya Allah. <laughs> so far, Alhamdulillah, tak adalah. Ya. Yeah. Uh, um, tapi orang kata apa eh. Uh, okay. Kepada sesiapa yang suka jalan malam kan. Lepas tu balik lambat kan. Please be aware of your surroundings lah. Yeah. Be observant. I know ke- korang-korang penat nak balik cepat. Yes. Tapi kan. Trust your instinct. If you feel ada yang tak sedap ba- tak sedap hati kan. Jangan terus balik dulu. You stay. Yes. You linger somewhere else first. Correct. Linger somewhere else. Chill dulu kat te- bawah blok ke apa. Chill dulu. Once you feel okay. Baru balik. Sebab mm. takut kadang macam. You bawa something. Ah, So. Mm. That's what I I I heard from people yeah. lah And I and I realise I also did that sometimes Like macam Baik lambat kan Nanti kau rasa macam tak sedap gitu Macam something There's something kan uh, Aku just chichi somewhere Has dulu Has it ever happened before to you? Because dulu kan kau ingat Okay for this of you who probably uh, uh, Small percentage of you who don't know, know Zari dulu uh, kerja kat Sentosa So like macam Dulu bila kau kerja Sentosa Bila kau balik malam Kau pernah macam terasa macam Because I, I know Sentosa is very scary There was one time I drove there at night Um Macam like it's so weird, you know, because in the morning it's like so vibrant. Yeah. But at night, when you're driving through the long winding roads up and down, it's very quiet and very creepy. You know? Yeah, okay. okay, I wouldn't say creepy lah, but it's very quiet. Macam mm. like, and someone kau kerja malam selalu balik lambat, balik lambat, you know, like 10 plus, 11 plus, baru kau keluar dari Santosa. Mm. Kau pernah tak macam rasa takut? Uh, or like, and if you do have that kind of feeling, what kind of feeling like? Do you always feel like macam ada orang ikut? Ataupun orang teng- tengok daripada jauh? Or what? Ah. Uh, so far, Alhamdulillah, sepanjang aku kerja 10 tahun kat situ, uh, tak ada yang weird happen. Uh, but you did say that, like, you always felt a presence in the dressing room, right? 
Okay itu time tu Itu time tu aku tak sedap badan okay. uh, But I think But you know lah Benda ni yeah. kan Dia tahu kan Kau tak sedap badan I remember uh, A period of time uh, I think about few years back okay, Aku dah lama kerja 10 tahun kan So I think dalam masa On the 5th year ke On the 6th 7th year gitu lah Mm-mm. I started to have this Bad dream Aku rasa sebab aku tidur Kat aku punya dressing room um, So it's like For 3 consecutive days Aku tidur for kat, kat dressing room aku Because I wasn't feeling well Tapi aku mimpi Benda-benda pelik Benda yang macam Ada satu ben, Ada satu time tu Okay this one really freak me out Aku tak pernah Got freaked out Bila aku mimpi sesuatu So this one freak me out Because Dia macam inception Dia mimpi dalam mimpi Dalam mimpi Dalam mimpi Dia berbanyak mimpi babe mm-hmm. So it's like Until I'm so scared I don't know Am I gonna wake up or not Because setiap kali aku bangun Aku akan mimpi buruk And then I realize Oh I'm in a mimpi Oh shit And I need to get off On the mimpi again mm-hmm. Then when I woke up And I thought I already woke up Actually I'm not still I'm still in that mimpi Benda tu Ada lagi kat situ Depan mata aku Benda apa kenapa? Allah Sebut sekarang ke? Uh, gula-gula Wow uh, so, Gula-gula ke apa benda tak tahu Tapi dia jatuh daripada wardrobe lah Astaghfirullahaladz So wardrobe dressing room costume tu mm-hmm. Terbuka Lepas tu dia jatuh And aku just happens to baring You belum kena XL bodoh Sebab okay sebab, Because kat dressing room Dia ada macam uh, Tempat taruh make mm-hmm. So banyak meja tu bersih lah Tak mm-hmm. ada tak ada benda At that point of time mm-hmm. So I slept on top of it While waiting for my show mm-hmm. So aku suka baring uh, Tidur sebelah kanan mm-hmm. So bila Bila aku tidur sebelah kanan Aku akan pandang The The wardrobe So aku mimpi uh, Ada benda jatuh Daripada wardrobe tu Dalam wardrobe tu Terkeluar benda tu Mm-mm. And I think it's, it's, If I'm not wrong is is uh, Gula-gula tu lah Mm-mm. Jatuh And benda tu tengok muka aku Time dia jatuh Dia tengok muka aku So aku macam Eh shit apa ni So I I I try to uh, Aku terbangun Mm-mm. So dalam mimpi tu Aku terbangun Mm-mm. Daripada mimpi buruk tu Mm-mm. Then bila aku Terbangun Oh mimpi Then aku toleh Dia ada kat situ Dan aku hmm. macam Somehow your mind works in a way like macam Eh am I still dreaming? Hmm. So let's quickly wake up Quickly wake up So I try to wake up myself Dalam mimpi tu And I still see benda tu kat situ So hmm. uh, aku takut aku macam Eh am I gonna wake up or not? I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm stuck hmm. Aku macam aku stuck dalam mimpi tu I don't know whether I'm gonna wake up or not Then um like usually what people say is I close my eyes Aku baca I, I forget apa doa aku baca Tu aku buka balik mata I force myself to wake up And uh, Alhamdulillah I, I managed to wake up lah But but I think aku aku demam after that I think If I'm not wrong Yeah that was that was one of the worst uh, periods so, After that that is is fine Then I was a bit weird Because macam aku tak pernah ada experience macam ni So orang kata kemungkinan ada benda menyinggal Menyinggal kat bilik tu At that point of time lah Hmm. Ah, so just that lah Tapi orang kata memang pulau tu kan berantu Dia kan pulau belakang mati kan mm-hmm. Banyak orang mati kat situ But so far sepanjang 10 tahun okey kot Tak ada sangat lah Cuma there, there's some times whereby Aku balik kerja and I just felt like macam Tak sedap So I just duduk kat uh, Bawah blok Cici Dah okey Balik Hmm. Uh, gitu Sebab takut benda-benda Ikut kan Ikut kan yeah. hmm. What about you? I've, I've never I've never experienced uh, anything I mean if you're talking about Sentosa lah but I've never experienced someone like there was one time yang aku driving malam-malam just to drive and see you know kata aku tengah rent kereta tengah driving um, and I was just shocked at how quiet it was kau buat apa kat Sentosa? jalan-jalan ada ada kereta kan macam mm-hmm. macam jalan-jalan drive drive which, dengan kawan which lah which area kau masuk? I don't remember but it's like you know like macam like from India. the hotels hotels in India Siloso all this for whatever mm-hmm. you know um And you know how like malam That Melayan bila dah 
Quiet ah, is very quiet Nanti mata dia ada Color merah Ya yeah. Eh pada dulu Melayan Actually ada Nanti cerita dia tahu Oh sekarang kawan tu Dah tak ada lagi eh dah By the way for ah. you guys uh, Melayan dah tak ada Dah dirobohkan Tapi actually Melayan tu Ada satu cerita Famous cerita hmm. Di mana kat depannya Mulut yang tengah-tengah tu Actually ada Pontianak situ. Serius eh Malam uh. So I, there's a few people Yang pernah nampak Pontianak tu Oh Yeah And it's actually scary lah Kalau kau Kalau kau Pernah masuk dalam Because for me Aku kerja situ Kerja daerah uh, Sedosa kan mm-hmm. So kadang aku masuk kat Dia back of house And stuff like that yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. actually very Creepy Kalau yeah. malam dia creepy uh, Ya yeah, malam dia very creepy. creepy Very quiet Macam like, pagi so bustling With tourists and all that right Correct. Malam aku cakap Tak ada orang And after that I remember going to One of these hotel Dia macam colonial hotel tau Colonial it's, hotel it's, it's, it's like colonial house gitu Macam yeah, like One yeah, level yeah. One putih mm. And that road That long stretch of road Ke bawah I'm like Eh macam There's really no one It's very scary yeah. not, not scary lah But like Even though you're in the car You'll be like eh, shit Tapi Satu tempat yang macam A bit um, Macam you can feel the presence some, Sometimes mm. Kat mana tau Kat images of Singapore Sebab bangunan kat images of Singapore tu Kat Madam Tussauds tu mm. Okay sebab dulu Sebelum Madam Tussauds It was images of Singapore mm. Under my department punya ni mm. So I We did performances there Inside also And stuff like that Dengan all the Figurines and stuff like that mm. And tempat tu kan bangunan lama hmm. itu daripada sebelum perang Jepun dan lepas perang Jepun zaman perang Jepun so that building the bertukar-tukar function tau every time bila ada era tertentu so hmm. macam time time uh, zaman uh, British I don't know apa jadi hospital ke apa then bila perang Jepun jadi brothel hmm. and then there's a lot of like macam uh, orang mati kat situ and hmm. stuff like that lah so memang banyak history kat dalam bangunan tu and of course kalau kau ambil gambar uh-huh. Uh, you always see the white ops. It's always not clear because there's a lot of like oh. ops around. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So that's 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 um a story from a Sentosa person. Okay. Thank you. I don't want to scare myself off because we have to go out. <laughs> yeah. Jadi makan dengan tu nama saya Hafiz Rahman. Saya Zuaidi Trains. Dan ingat kalau malam sebelum balik rasa tak 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 sedar hati, please don't go into your house. Thank you. Linger outside first. Yes. Eh? And acicah dengan lingam sauce. Yes, very good. All right, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.